How to stop looking at porn for smart, family-oriented men who want to learn to sustainably let go of porn in a way you can enjoy and look forward to. Learning to be proud of the man that you are. I'm Danny Pullman. I'm a certified life coach. I've been coaching guys on this for several years now, have been in the porn quitting game for years beyond that, and I use this podcast to share what I've learned. This is a movement. It is happening. Join with us and start winning against porn. Okay, guys, let's talk about something here. This is going to help you with your urges, okay? Whether it's urges for porn or urges for something else. When we use the word urge, all we mean is cravings or that longing, that hankering feeling where usually it it feels urgent and it's about right now. You ever notice that, how urges aren't ever for like, oh man, I really want to look at porn next Wednesday, a week from now, (laughs) right? Um, it's always right now. And so that's, that's a very telling thing. It's a good sign that your lower brain is, is, uh, having an urge, right? So, um, let's talk about this. We're going to talk about people pleasing and how it applies to urges. Um, when you make a practice of saying yes to things that you don't really want to do, then you may be setting yourself up for, uh, in a very in a less helpful way <laughs> for when those urges come around okay so let's let's talk about this here's kind of the flow that happens with guys who go through this coaching process with me right they start out with lots of judging and self-punishing along the way and shame and uh, most guys that come to not everybody but a lot of them especially uh, church members and so then we practice removing some of that judgment so we can actually look at things without all the judgment just getting in the way. Because that's all it does. It just gets in the way. doesn't speed up learning at all. It makes it worse. slows things down. Um, so then they start seeing, oh, okay, now there's less judgment and I can see, oh, I have some agency here. I actually have a choice. I, I can own these choices and own my power in it without so much shame. I have the power, right? And then it's like, what do I want to do with that power now that they start experiencing that more and realizing it's there, okay? You become more conscious of it. It's a fun process. I mean, we make it as fun as it can be. It's uncomfortable along the way too, right? Um, So what do I want to do with that power? And then why? Why do I want to use my power in this way? Why don't I want to use it in that way? My lower brain wants porn for this reason, but my upper brain is thinking this for this reason because it might be more in my long-term best interest. My intuition says this about it. And then we start getting into, okay, we're fam- getting more familiar with where these different sort of ideas are coming from and which parts do I want to listen to when making my decisions, right? Some decisions, it's fine if we let the lower brain go on autopilot mode, right? Other decisions, I'd rather... Be more conscious and intentional with my upper brain and and my intuition can be the guide along the way, right? Or inspiration from higher powers, right? We, we can get more clear on that too as we go. And then it starts coming from you more than ever before when you go through this process. And then you learn to genuinely want porn less. You train your lower brain to have less tantrums about it when you don't look at porn, when it's demanding it and you don't look at it. And urges are just tantrums from your lower brain, right? That toddler part of your brain. That lower part of your brain is at kind of a toddler level. So 
So this is the natural flow, and you learn to let it come from you more than ever. You learn to want porn less. You learn to want to do life without porn more. If that's what you want to learn how to do, that's what you can do. So back to people-pleasing. Uh, when you when you make a practice of saying yes to things when it would be in your best interest to say no, or when you just genuinely want to say no, then you are reinforcing the habit that makes it harder for you to say no to urges, okay? When you have an urge, for a lot of us, especially if you're listening to podcasts like this, there's part of your brain that really wants porn, and now, immediately. And then there's part of your brain that's like, no, I don't think this is good for me. I don't think it's going to help me be the best version of me for what I'm going for right now. I, at least less of it. No, actually, no porn, right? It depends on the person. And um, there's that cognitive dissonance from these different parts of your brain that are disagreeing with each other, right? And so when we practice saying yes to things we really want to say no to in other parts of our life, then it can make us uh, get really good at people-pleasing, and then you can become an urge-pleaser, <laughs> right? People-pleasing leads to urge-pleasing, okay? I'm going to write that down. People-pleasing leads to urge pleasing we might have the name of the podcast that just came out right there <laughs> okay so um and let's talk a little bit more about people pleasing right people pleasing yeses can uh can look like uh, i'll just take the hit this time and i'll say yes right uh the the right thing for me to do here is say yes the, it would, the good thing or the obedient thing for those of you who um practice some kind of obedience to a higher code or religious code, right? Um, the good thing for me to do is say yes. Um, or it's better that I suck it up than let these other people deal with it, right? I can I can be the one that sucks it up this time, so they don't have to. I don't... Maybe it's like, I don't really want to go to the movies with... Sam, but I'd rather just say yes than deal with what will happen if I say no, right? And it's kind of rude to say no to someone when they're wanting to do that. I'd rather say yes than than have this person be upset. Or I'd rather say yes than have some sort of conflict here. It's better to keep the peace. And maybe you describe yourself or other people describe you as, oh, it's so easygoing, it just goes with the flow, right? And like it's a compliment. And yeah, there's I think there's a place for that, right? And we all get to kind of find our balance in that way. Um, so this, this episode is just for everyone to kind of check in on that balance. And are we overdoing the people-pleasing side of things in certain parts of our life? If you are uh, religious and members of of uh, kind of demanding religions, then um, I would invite you to ex do an extra check-in, <laughs> be a little bit extra willing to just check in in ways that you haven't considered before. Like, um, am I doing this in an unhelpful way, right? Where I say yes to things in a way that's not helping me be my best me, right? So just check in, and uh, I want you to keep this new idea in mind. What if... Self-sacrifice and self-harm have nothing to do with true love.
Self-sacrifice and self-harm have nothing to do with true love. This is kind of a new idea for me lately in my life, and um, but I find it so helpful, so I'm just sharing it here. You can try it. Um, to me, the airplane oxygen mask analogy is a good one here. For those of you who have flown on a plane, they do that demonstration at the beginning of the flight. They say, hey, if an emergency happens, these oxygen masks will start dangling from the ceiling in your face. And before you put it on someone else, put it on your own face, right? And the idea is, how can you help someone else put theirs on if you are running out of air in the meantime, (laughs) right? And um, there is, just keep in mind, there's a lot of kind of glorifying of the sacrificial approach, uh, especially in Christianity and, um, but also just in other cultures, like glorifying suffering to make other people better or glorifying giving your life and dying for some cause. And while I think that can be amazing and courageous and there's a place for it, I also think it's, uh, overdone at times and I, it, could also be coming from authoritative figures who want to um, dictate what we do in our lives and even in an oppressive way where they don't really care. I'm thinking kind of like how governments and militaries operate. There's kind of a uh, problem there historically and politically that uh, where we don't value these uh, soldiers' lives as much as we need to. <laughs> right basically and so people in power benefit from these sort of messages that make it honorary to die for something and like i said i think there's a place for it and being willing to do that for great causes can be amazing and courageous and awesome but also it's overdone at times and um you can't help the other person get their oxygen mask on if you're not putting yours on first so um i would just invite you to kind of be aware of some of this stuff and check in and find places in your life where you can start practicing to say no when that's what you really want to say okay and then practice letting the upset happen with that other person right maybe the other person is upset practice just letting it happen and know that that part is their responsibility anyway if they get upset about it it's really not on you for saying no Okay, that's their job to deal with their upset. You don't have to fix that. Okay, and let, as you practice this, let yourself squirm while you figure it out. Okay, like while there, while you're sitting there, you just said no. The other person's upset. Um, you, part of you is gonna squirm, and you're gonna want to say, "Okay, yes, yes," or "Oh, how can I fix this for you? How can I make you feel better?" Right. Let yourself squirm before you try to like fix something because there's nothing that needs to be fixed, actually, okay? Um, nothing's gone wrong. No harm is going to come, and you don't need to fix anything, all right? Um, so let yourself squirm. Part of you will think that there's an emergency and a conflict happening with this other person that's upset from you saying no, and it's you're going to squirm. Um, let yourself squirm and just sort of feel those feelings and breathe through it. And maybe just stay silent and let the other person have their reaction. And then say politely, no, again, if you need to. And you can let them know why if it feels like it helps. But just know that over-explaining can be a part of people-pleasing too. So um, 
So you might want to practice under explaining for a little while when you get started with this and let the other person figure it out. If it's an adult, particularly like they are responsible for figuring that side out if they're upset. So let there be some conflict and know that the healthiest relationships are not the one with zero conflict in them. The healthiest relationships actually have kind of a balanced amount of conflict. Okay, so avoiding all conflict in a relationship is not going to be the healthiest kind. Uh, just FYI. Um, we actually, you know, if you're having conflict every moment of every day, then that might be a bit much. So, but a balanced amount, just as needed along the way. Uh, those are the healthiest relationships, guys. So let yourself say no when that is genuinely what you want to say. Deal with the discomfort of it in you or those around you. Uh, become more familiar. Is this my automatic lower brain freaking out here? And do I need to react to it? Or can I kind of let it freak out for a minute and know that it'll pass? And my upper brain is saying, I'm going to practice saying no here. My intuition is saying, it's really in my best interest to say no here. And I'm going to actually honor that instead of just ignore it and shut it down. Just kind of be willing to check in with these things. And then um, and then look how this can set you up for urges, right? If you start practicing this in other areas of your life, then um, those toddler brain freakouts that say, I want porn right now, you're going to be so much better equipped and ready and in the habit of saying no when it's really a good idea to say no. And you'll be able to say no to that urge with your parent brain, your upper brain, prefrontal cortex, and then you sit with the discomfort, and there will be. The urge is a little bit uncomfortable, right? But you just sit with it. Let it be there. There's conflict. Part of your brain says one thing. Part of it says the other. Your lower brain's upset. It's throwing the tantrum. And then it passes. And you're, in the meantime, retraining your lower brain to have less tantrums about this. And training yourself to want porn less, Okay. And then what happens with people-pleasing is when you let yourself have those genuine no's and let your lower brain have the freak out and let it kind of come and go and pass without freaking out and saying yes <laughs> and reacting, right? Then this can actually allow you to have more genuine yeses later on, okay? So just because you're saying no to something now doesn't mean it's going to be a forever no, but when you, when you know that you have the permission to say no to things and you show yourself that you're willing to do that even if it's uncomfortable or the other person is uncomfortable, then it can create all this space and freedom. You get to experience the power of your individuality, your agency, uh, your power to choose for you. And then the yeses later on uh, might come more genuinely. So the things that you have a lot of resistance to and now and you want to say no every time but you find yourself saying yes anyway uh, if you let yourself have some no's then later on you might have some more genuine yeses as you go and then it's like coming from you you're aligned you actually want to do it instead of resenting this person you said yes to quietly seething right so um so you can retrain your brain there too if you want in those types of dynamics so stop the fake it till you make it approach. Stop forcing it. Honor where you're at. Let yourself practice saying no in ways that set you up for more success when those urges come along so that you're more ready to say no to the lower brain tantrums that are screaming for porn now. 
And it goes hand in hand, guys. So practice it in your relationships, uh, organizations you're a part of at work, right? There are times at work where you you need to let yourself say no. I don't care if they're paying you. I don't care if they're, we call them your boss. You still get to say no whenever the heck you want to say no. And yeah, there are consequences for certain no's. But um, we need to make room for this, guys. It's part of up-leveling that relationship with yourself in a way that makes commitments to yourself, uh, keeping commitments to yourself that much more powerful and um, and helps you to head toward all of your goals here that you're wanting more easily, more readily, more sustainably, more long-term, with more ease, more fun, more power. Um, all of this is available to you. So start practicing, and these are some ways for you to do it. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, I want to invite you to rate it and to share it with one or two people you think could also benefit. The podcast is available on all the platforms, wherever you like finding your podcasts. If you want more information on what I offer, go to dannypullman.com and make sure you spell Pullman, P-O-E-L-M-A-N. And remember, we're talking about porn, but this is about so much more than just porn.